tap into your most original thinking, organize your ideas, and create the opportunities to launch your creative work. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. Welcome back to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And as you know, we've been around the world on this podcast from Johannesburg to Oslo to San Paulo to Singapore. And now we're making our first stop of our creative journey in New Zealand. Michelle Clark is my guest. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. And Michelle has promised we are going to be solving the worldwide shortage of joy. Michelle is an energy maverick a mindset queen, a public speaker, author, and an intuitive business coach. Michelle, that's a lot of excitement you're bringing to clients. Yeah, and to the whole world. And honestly, I I know I'm a business coach and you might not expect me to talk about joy, but when I turn up the joy in my clients, it turns up results. It attracts abundance to you. It makes everyone else around you happy. Like the secret really is joy. I love that. And what is it about that joy as an energy source? I mean, so many people are so bogged down in the business and they say, well, you know, I wanted to start a business and I know what kind of results I want to get, but, but sustaining that energy is sometimes really difficult. Mm, It's only really difficult because of what we allow into our lives. Like when you, when you feel energy and we all feel energy, it's just, we we kind of turn it off because we get so busy. But when you hug a puppy, they feel light and bubbly and happy. Right. And same with kids. It's why we like being around kids because they're light and bubbly and that energy spills over into us and makes us light and bubbly. But most of us spend time around a bunch of miserable people (laughs) and it makes us feel miserable. Well, that's why I love this podcast. I have a no miserable policy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. How many times do you laugh a day? If it's not 20, you're not coming on. You got to come back. Well, what's on your creative plate these days? What are you working on that really requires your creative muscle? Yeah, totally. So much. So I'm creating content all of the time, but I've just finished writing my second book. And of course, that's like a massive creative process. And you can't have creativity without the joy, like any creative or two, like a a graphic designer or, you know, if they're not feeling it, then they can't actually bring their best work. So joy and creativity go hand in hand. It would be impossible for me to do my job well if I wasn't living in joy. And, you know, you think about uh, writing all this content, developing the content, especially writing a book, you know, the stages of inspiration and boy, I've got all these ideas to the, let's face it, sometimes drudgery of the monotony of I have to write it, edit it, get so many words in, you know, make sure the margins and spacing is correct, get get the business part of it taken care of. How do do you balance your energy at all of those phases of the process? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to know what? I do not do things that do not bring me joy anymore. I did not touch a single editing thing. I was like, what does my soul want to write? What is juicy and delicious for me right now? And I wrote about that. And then I give it to someone else and they have to wrangle it and make it look all pretty and, and do all those sorts of bits. So when I just do my creating, that's where my flow is. If I tried to tank it and, you know, shift a brain mode to try and do all that businessy type stuff, I would have squashed the creativity. So I would, if I if I had to do all of that stuff, I'd write the entire book first and then I'd move into the next brain mode. And what are some of the topics in the book? What do you cover? There's some juicy stuff in there. There's, of course, how to turn up your energy, um, how, to, how to tap into energy. There's a lot on setting boundaries. 
when we don't have boundaries, we don't have space. And when we don't have space, we can't be creative or joyful or successful. So there's quite a bit on boundaries. But there's a whole chapter dedicated to energy, external energy, um, internal energy, tapping into external energy sources, minding our own energy. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of energy stuff in there. And then it's all meshed together with, like, the structure of your business. Like, how do you actually structure your days to get the space to grow your business? Mm-hmm. And I love the two words together that you're harnessing energy and you're leveraging energy. Yeah. How do you see the one-two punch there? How are they related? Yeah, yeah. And there's no point harnessing the energy if you're not going to use it, right? And you and you can't use it if you don't harness it. So harnessing energy starts with, first of all, recognizing energy. So what in your life actually brings you energy? Do you enjoy doing the editing of the book and all that stuff or not? If you don't, ditch it, right? If you don't enjoy cooking every night for your family, don't do it. Buy a food box, you know, like don't do the things that are squashing your energy. So harnessing the energy is, first of all, ditching the things out of your life that don't bring you energy and then turning up the things that do bring you energy. So that's that's harnessing it. And then leveraging it is actively taking that energy and putting it into whatever you're working on. So let's say you're, you're working on your business. You can totally feasibly grow your business by working on it for two hours a day. Get up at five o'clock in the morning, do your energetics exercises, do your mindset stuff, you know, like get your energy firing. Then do your first big rock, which might be go and ask to be on 20 podcasts. And then do your second big rock, which might be to write two chapters of your book. And then spend the rest of the day riding your horse and patting your dog and going to the beach. And what sort of businesses have you been working with where you've seen this energy applied? So in every single business, and it doesn't matter what, I mean, I work with companies that sell um, pet products. I work with um, jewelers. I work with health professionals. I I work with just so many different types of people. It doesn't matter what industry it is. What matters is that they know that they're here to do something different in the world and they kind of get squashed down a little bit because the world tells them how it should be. When I scrape all of that bullshit off the outside and let them be who they really are, that's when their businesses get successful. It's an interesting thread that you just tied, you know, that you said so many businesses can benefit from get well one getting out of their own way stop doing what doesn't bring you joy and energy but Mm -hmm. that purpose of their business seems to be a link between so many businesses and industries yeah people don't tap into into their why a lot you know they think oh i mean like i've got the, the whole boring mba and they taught us you know look for the gap in the market that is the fastest way to lose your joy for life and the fastest way to make a mediocre amount of money. If you want to be making over six figures, it's got to light you up on the inside. Otherwise, you're just going to find all sorts of excuses not to grow it because it's not fun and sparkly. So if you really dive into your why, like for me, it's all about empowering people to to operate outside of the box. So coaching is just one of the things that I could do. There would be many things that I could do, but coaching is is kind of the vehicle that I choose. So sometimes people get confused because they're like, but my purpose in the world is this, but my business is this. What I tend to do is I help them to figure out why it's important. And if you ask someone why five times, you can pretty much get down to it. So if I said to you, why do you do these podcasts? I like talking to creative people. Why? What do you get out of it? Uh, it feeds my creative energy and gets me out of the maybe the creative dumps. Uh huh. And and why is that important to you? Getting out of the creative dumps. Well, because I need to explore my own new ideas, and I need to yeah. say, oh well, if it worked for them, maybe that's something I can apply too. 
Absolutely. And and why is that important for people outside of you? I think I have a lot of ideas to share. You know, I've got a lot of experiences. I've got a lot of uh, wins under my belt, so to speak, and a lot yeah. of stories to tell. And if I'm kind of stuck in my own cocoon, then yeah. I don't get those stories out. Exactly. It's about changing the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. See? I, lo- I love the whys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's kind of a a role reversal for my uh, young grandkids. They are always asking me the five whys about everything. (laughs) Now I can turn the tables. They love that question. They love it. I love this approach. (laughs) You've you've also got a technique you call the success triangle. Walk us through the triangle of success method. Yeah. Okay. And so the the triangle of success, at the base of it, you've got all the business structures and systems for success. Like you can't just be flying around by the seat of your pants when you're growing a business. You actually need a plan, right? (laughs) You need the annual strategic plan. You need the the tech capabilities in your company. You need the structure of your day. What do you do in the morning? What do you do in the afternoon? Who does what? You know, you need all of the structure parts because that structure provides the container for the growth. If you don't have that structure and you build a tower, it's going to be all wobbly. So you want to really have solid structures in your business. Then the other part of the foundation is aligned actions. You can have the best business, the best branding, the best why, the best of everything, the best intentions, the best vision. But if you're not taking aligned actions, you're not going to get anywhere. So what I mean by aligned actions is powerfully aligned actions. So your goal might be, I don't know, to sell 6,000 leads to, to new dogs owner, to new dog owners. And so you might pack the leads and you might put the leads on the shelf and you might do a post about leads and you might do all sorts of things about leads. But are you actually asking for the sale? Are you taking the aligned action? Like, are you going to meet with different shops to tell them about your leads? Or are you just taking the easy actions instead of the big, scary aligned actions? So it's about taking the right actions. And then over top of that is the energetics. And the energetics is about the joy. It's about making sure that your energy is high vibe. It's about making sure that you're coming at it with the right energy, because otherwise the the foundation doesn't matter. If you don't have the joyous energy, it's only going to get so far. It's not going to get right up to the top. So give us those three again. Process, aligned actions. Yeah. Energetics. And energy. Fantastic. Well, I love the energy that you're bringing. Uh, What, I guess, to flip it inside out, a lot of people get inspired and motivated. They'll listen to a program like this and say, wow, I feel up, you know, but applying it. What are some of the obstacles people have to overcome to really make this stuff a reality? Especially, you know, we creative people. We like to start new things. We like, we call it the shiny object syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. But then we've got to bring it to action. I love that you've described these applied actions. Yeah. There's several things there. The only thing standing in your way is your brain. It's the only thing that stands in your way. So I have something that I call um, 30 seconds of insanely brave action. You can grow your business 30 seconds at a time. And the way to do that is you do, I mean, if you're not doing a business review in your business, you're not really running your business how it should be. Business reviews are vital. Business review at the end of the week, plan out your actions for the next week. Put them into your diary as rocks. You heard about rocks and sand, right? It's a Rockefeller thing. Yeah. So plan out what your rocks are, put them into your diary 
and put them in first thing in the morning because we're braver in the morning. We haven't seen that the world's going to crumble when we open up Facebook yet, right? So do it in the morning before the world crashes. And that's the other thing. Stay off social media until lunchtime at least. But get up in the morning and do that brave thing. And you'll, you'll open it up and you'll be like, oh, why did I put that in my calendar? But you're like, nope, 30 seconds of insane bravery, Michelle. You said you're going to do it. So get your ass in that chair and do it. And do not leave that chair until you've done it. So it's about putting the CEO head on and going, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Website of yours, Empowerment Empires. I love the, the clash of both of those words. It's certainly got a world domination feel to it, but it's also <laughs> got a kind of a building your own empire. Yeah, totally. Because, I mean, if, if you're not backing yourself, no one else is going to be backing you. Look at every single successful business person in the world. They back themselves, right? Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Well, as I said, we've been able to travel all over the world, but you're our first stop in New Zealand. Paint us a picture of your creative environment in your yeah. town. And I, I'm going to mispronounce it, but is it Fungalay, New Zealand? Fungalay. Fungalay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, no, I, I missed the right little mouth. mouthfeel there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so when I look out my window, I can literally see like 25 acres of rolling countryside, followed by a view of the harbour. That's where I get to live. Like, it is just, it's amazing. Like, the, the energy. So I live up the North Island of New Zealand. It's normally uh, quite warm. There's not many people. I mean, there, there's, I can't even remember how many there is. There's like three or four million people in the whole of New Zealand. Like, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little place. But there are some real firecracker people here. We're kind of well-known for number eight wire thinking. So we're like, oh, oh, we don't have everything we need, but we'll just make it work with us, right? So we're, we're kind of a, a very creative country. I was going to observe with you, and you just mentioned it. I mean, uh, per capita, the number of motivating, inspiring, you know, creative people that I see come across my own desk from New Zealand. It's quite amazing. What do you attribute that to? Um, I don't know. I think it's just a bit of can-do attitude. We, we just don't accept no for an answer, you know. We're like, we, we believe that we're going to be able to do it, so we just do it. Well, Michelle, I love talking about your process and so forth. What else after this book? What else are you working on? Where do you see things going oh. in the future for you? So much. I mean, always creating um, new and different courses. There's a move in my cards in the future. I know that I'm not going to stay living in New Zealand, which I thought I'd never say. I've only just recently kind of started thinking that. I don't know where I'm going to end up. Potentially the States. I do love the States. There is lots of juiciness in my future. I'm always starting new businesses. I'm always building new business partnerships with people that are a little bit afraid and helping them launch their products. So you just never know. There's um there's a, a whole gym line, um, you know, like activewear in the pipeline. There's a whole lot of stuff. Oh, we can't oh to... and a new charity. Well, a new charity good. that I've just set up called um, Ideation for Youth Nation. And it provides fully funded coaching to the quirky, straight out weird and unique teens of New Zealand. The ones who are a little bit afraid to like push their weirdness out there. I love that. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to follow you. Where, where can we connect with you, Michelle, and follow you, follow your work? Best places on my website. If you jump onto empowermentempires.com, you'll be able to sign up um, for my latest free course. And then I'll send you a whole lot of free goodies and all sorts of juiciness. Well, let's have a little mini. Yeah, let's leave the listeners with one of those 30-second reviews. Let's imagine that we're sitting with somebody now who's contemplating a new project. They're looking at their business, uh, like you said, in the, both the purpose and the processes. 
what can we do to help them think through for the next 30 seconds what their business is really all about and where they should be focused? Mm-hmm. Okay. Imagine the person that you most desire to be in the world. Put yourself in their shoes and decide what actions you take from there. Because when you take the actions from the scared little girl here, you don't get the big results. So step into someone else's shoes and take their actions. That's it. Fantastic. Well, listeners, set your uh, stopwatch for 30 seconds. Contemplate on that statement Michelle's just given us. And let's see if you can get your business to the next quantum level and your creativity unlocked. Michelle, thanks so much for being with us. You are more than welcome. That was so much fun. Thank you for starting my starting my day in such a sparkly way. Well, there you go. I, I have a sense the sun is always shining in your world. It is. <laughs> <laughs> my guest has been Michelle Clark. Her website is empowermentempires.com. Be sure to check out her work. And listeners, come back again for our next episode. We'll continue our around-the-world travels to talk to creative practitioners everywhere about how they get inspired and how they organize their ideas. But even more, as we've heard today, gaining the confidence and making the connections to create the opportunities to get their work out into the world. So until next time, I'm Mark Stenson, and we're unlocking your world of creativity. See you soon. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. This program was produced by BSB Media, creators of IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, and thepeaceroom.love. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get the book, A World of Creativity, for a special price of $5.98 for paperback. And the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to mark-stinson.com to take advantage of this special offer.